Hello and welcome to another episode of Closing Deals in Heels. Hi, I'm your host, Kayla Hodges. And if you've ever been rejected in sales, felt rejected, has anybody hung up on you or been told no multiple times during the day, so much so to where you're like, I need a bubble bath and a big glass of wine. This episode is definitely for you. I remember, man, I've had this happen so many times to me in sales, but I remember one day specifically when um, I woke up in the morning and I had sales calls booked from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. at night. Now, me doing a sales role is a little bit different because, and I obviously don't know your situation, but my single mom is out there, I hope you feel me. If I don't perform, if I don't make commissions, if I don't close a deal, like I'm not gonna eat, my kid's not gonna eat. And so, you know, it, there's just a little bit more pressure that was on my shoulders trying to figure things out because I didn't have a base coming in. I was operating only on commissions and I was feeling the pressure that day. Feeling the pressure, probably some um, other bills and stuff had come up and you know, I'm like at a place where I'm like, oh, need to close some deals. Here's the thing. Whenever you're in a place where you need to close some deals, sometimes you start acting like you need some deals to be closed. There's like this um, anticipation on your on your words. You might have a little bit of commission breath. There might be a little bit of anxiety there and like nervousness and you start making the sale about you. But besides the point, this day was a special day because <laughs> I'm in sales calls back to back to back. Um, I didn't even have time to pick up my daughter from school. I had someone pick her up from school. I didn't have time to eat that day. And I remember the first call that morning, I get on the call and the girl like, you know, that I was talking to really needed my help, you know, really needed what we were offering, what we were selling at the time. And everything seemed to be in alignment and very at the very end, for some reason, she just doesn't close. And I was like, hey, like, no worries. Like put myself back up, like next call. Same thing, next call, next call, next call. The next girl, you know, it was like the fourth call in and she just starts having this breakdown, crying on the call. And like the whole call just became like this, you know, traumatic sob story cry thing. And then I was upset, she was upset. And I'm like, no worries, you know, let me know how else I can support you. I'm going into coach mode rather than into sales mode. And I don't close that sale. The next person is like, I just don't think this is a good fit. The next person, it was seriously six or seven calls in a row that were like, no, 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 no. And at this point, like I felt like I was trained. I felt like I had the right objection handling tools that I knew what to say, how to say it. Like I was like, they were coming at my objections and I felt like I was like, like in a fight, you know, I'm like, oh, swerve. Okay, let's go. Like another one, swerve. And I felt like I was dodging these objections and overcoming it super powerfully, knowing exactly what to say. And I still was getting no, 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 no. It was a Friday. It was a Friday night. And I remember my girlfriends had asked me to go out that night. And I got to the end of that night and I couldn't even go out with my girlfriends because I felt so guilty with the fact that I didn't make a sale that day. I felt so discouraged. I had been in sales for a couple years at this point, you know, and I just felt so discouraged. Like, can I, can I even do this? Am I even good enough? Or maybe I'm just like psyching myself out. Maybe I'm just not as good as I think I am. 
And I was devastated that night, all night long. I obsessively watched YouTube videos about sales, trying to figure out if there was something else that I might have missed. My daughter came and asked me if I watch a movie with her. I didn't watch a movie with her. I continued to just obsess over what I did wrong, rewatched the sales videos, rewatched. And I went to bed that night. My daughter went to bed, not hanging out with me. And I woke up that morning, Saturday morning, and did it again. And I was in this crazy dry spell. I'm not closing. I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but if you've ever had multiple calls say no, 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 no to you in a row, it really takes a toll on you. It's really frustrating. Does not feel good. I I look back at that moment because I was saying all the things right, but it was more how I was saying them. And more importantly, biggest lesson I learned here was that I did not know how to remove myself from the previous situation. So what was happening was that I was getting rejected from the first call. Then I brought all that rejection, all that energy, all that frustration, all that disappointment in myself to the next call. And then I did it to the next call, the next call, and the next call. So by the time I got to the end of the day, it was like all this frustration, all this resentment towards the fact that I didn't close towards myself, all this feeling inadequate, not good enough, unworthy, all this crap And not only that, but the fact that I'm super empathic. Us ladies, we have this really ability to, we have this real ability to communicate, to connect, to be empathetic towards a person on this call. And so if you are super empathic, you start picking up all their frustration and everything that they've gone through. And I didn't know how to energetically remove myself from this stuff. So there was two horrible things going on. Number one was me energetically carrying this to the next call and the next call and the next call. And then number two, my ability to hold space and uh, have a better tonality and pause more wasn't at the level that it definitely is at now. So I wanted to bring this up because you are going to get rejected on a sales call, right? Like that will happen. Uh, There's not anybody, one of us that have, there's not any one of us that have a hundred percent closing ratio all the time. Like somebody is going to say no for some reason and it has something to do with them and nothing to do with you like let me be really clear not everyone is going to be willing to do what it takes to get the help that they need in order to get to where they want to go sales is change and it's your job as a sales rep or a business owner anyone in sales to be able to change someone's belief systems about something to change one way they were doing it and now do it something else, whether they're buying a product, a service, or anything like that. So I have to be a little bit more gracious with myself with the fact that this is a big task to do. And secondly, I also get to be aware of how I can honor myself if I'm going to take multiple sales calls in a row so that I don't feel energetically tied to every single person that I'm talking to even when I care a lot, especially when you care a lot. I see this all the time. So many of my ladies, so many of my clients, they get so frustrated because they care so much about people. And when they're talking to somebody and they cannot get this person's belief system to shift, even though it'd probably be better for this person to choose like a higher road, to become someone new, to do something different than they've done before. When they don't do that, because we can't control people, right? We can help influence them we can help them influence themselves but i can't like force somebody to make a change in their life like, i can't do that it's going to be up to them and so what i what i see is that so many of my ladies they care so much and then when they try to get somebody to move and they don't move forward they take it personally 
So I want to give you some real tools that to do today that you can start implementing immediately to help remove yourself from these calls so that you can be present with them, but you're also protecting yourself. And I also want to, at the back end, give you some um, logistical sales tools in order for you to stop hearing no so much. And because it's two things, there's two things that are always going on, which is why I train um, sales skills as well as, you know, mindset and trauma breakthrough, because you can have the skills all day long, but when they messes you up mentally, you're out of the game. Or you can be super strong mentally, but not have the skills. And again, out of the game. You have to have both, especially if you're a woman in sales. It will affect you because we as women are emotional creatures. So instead of pretending like we're guys in sales, we get to honor the fact that we are women. We do act differently. We are different type of human beings and we honor how we think. Okay, so let's go into this and I'm going to give you real tools that I use every single day that help me. Okay, at the beginning of every single sales call, I get to become present with this person that's getting on a call with me. Fully present, which means nothing that happened before this call exists at the time of this call. Anything that happens after this call doesn't exist in my mind. There is no past. There is no future. There is only here and right now. A good exercise that you can do um, to allow you to get present at any moment, um, I'll do it with you right now. I want you to see just with your eyes, every single thing around you. Focus on seeing, seeing, seeing. What can you see? Can you see me? Maybe you're listening to the podcast, but maybe you're driving. What can you see around you? Just look at every single thing that you could see, everything that you can see, and try not to move your head. So everything you could see, everything you could see, focus only on seeing. What can you see? Okay, now I want you to focus on only what you can hear. So listen to the sound of my voice, listen to the room around you, listen to maybe cars around you, whatever's around you the air. Can you hear the air? Like, listen, listen, listen. You're only focusing on what you can hear. Okay. Now I want you to focus on everything that you can smell. What does it smell like? Is it a familiar smell? Is it a different smell? Is it good? Is it bad? What does it smell like around you? Okay. Now I want you to focus on what you can feel. Can Are you sitting down? Are you standing up? What do your feet feel like? What does your hands feel like? What is there a breeze on your face? Is there no breeze on your face? What can you feel? What can you feel? What can you feel? Right now, focus on what you can taste. What does it taste like inside of your mouth? Are you drinking something? Does it taste good? Does it taste bad? Do you need to brush your teeth? Does it not? And now, I know this is a crazy exercise. Now, I want you to focus on all five senses. So, everything you could see, everything you can hear, everything you could smell, everything you could touch, everything you can taste, all at once, all at once. You're tasting, you're hearing, you're smelling, you're looking looking, looking, looking. Okay, take a deep breath in. One more deep breath. Right now, you are completely present. When you focus on all five senses at once, your brain doesn't have the capacity to think about the past, the future. You're just thinking about right now. It's a really beautiful gift. Your ability to give somebody your presence, such a beautiful gift. Your ability to give yourself your presence, even stronger gift. So when you are getting ready for a call, I want you to get present with yourself. Don't bring in the morning before. Don't bring in an argument you had with your kid or your wife or whatever, or your husband. Come in before. Bring you in this moment. 
being present, taking a few breaths. If you take three deep breaths, getting connected with yourself, get grounded. Nothing else matters. What matters is this person that you're going to talk to. It doesn't matter if you closed 100 calls before or, or zero calls before. It doesn't matter if you've gotten 10 objections in a row and everyone has said no to you today. It does not matter. Nothing else matters except for this person, this time, this moment in front of you. That's it. They are worthy of seeing you. They are worthy of being seen by you. You have the ability right now to change the trajectory of their life if you wanted to. Because most people don't have the experience of what it's like to have somebody's full presence, to fully be seen. It's really, really magical. As I do this, I normally get on a Zoom call and normally have my palms out like this, right? Open for receiving. And um, I honestly, I do a little prayer. I'm like, God, God, <laughs> please use me here. Please remind me of the words to say. And um, if this person's supposed to work with me, great. If not, that's okay. Help this not be about me. Make it be about them. Amen. Okay. From here, I also kind of imagine them working with me. I imagine them getting so excited. They're like, yes, oh my God, I want to work with you. They're giving me the credit card information. They're excited. And then after this, I, I say, okay, well, like, whatever's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. We don't let it be. And then when this person gets on the call with me, all I'm doing is looking at them. And in my mind, I'm saying, like, look at the masterpiece in front of me. Look how incredible they are. This person in front of me has probably been through a lot of stuff. This person has had their heart broken, been through ups, been through downs, and they're trying to have respect for who they are. That's the beginning of my call. Let's say throughout the call, I keep on trying to be present, keep bringing myself back to being present, bringing myself back to the conversation, try not to think about anything in the future. Oh, I have to go to dinner tonight. Nope, bringing myself back. Always focusing on them, focusing on them. By doing this, I'm going to be able to be present and focused and listening onto what they're saying. I might miss something if I don't do this. And towards the end of the call, heaven forbid, they don't close with you. Okay, this is where you're going to be like energetically let go. Heaven forbid, they don't close with you. But sometimes what I do, if the person is having like a really emotional time, like let's say they've been through a lot of stuff and energetically like, They've been through a lot of trauma, a lot of stuff, and they're like telling you, which happens on sales calls. I feel sometimes like I ask somebody what's going on in their life and they just start word vomiting all the stuff that has happened that's horrible to them, which is totally okay. Like people have full permission to do that, but I also don't want to pick that up because I'm super empathic and so I'm carrying around all our weight. So if anybody ever does that on a call, I just kind of imagine a white light is all around me. Imagine that pretty white light is all around me and I'm safe. That's what I imagine. And towards the end of the call, let's say, heaven forbid, they don't close with me and it's frustrating me. I'm like, we'd honor this person where they're at. You know, I honor you. I see you. And, um, you know, I wish best for you, whatever it's going to be. And then once I'm getting off of that call, I do a few things. Get off the call. I immediately get up and I move my body. If I had calls back to back, I need to do some stretching, some yoga, maybe dance around my room. 30-minute dance party, or sorry, 30-second dance party, dance around, breathe. Sometimes I'll light incense. Sometimes I'll light sage. Sometimes like I'll just like take a minute and like listen to a song. 
I just need to get out of the moment so I can get into a new moment. I don't want that moment to continuously continue over, over, over again. I don't want that one hour sales call to become a four hour sales call, right? I need to remove it and start the process over again so I can remove myself and come back in. And that's how I'm able to not to carry on like the weight of everything every single time. Matt Ryder, he's our our CEO, also CEO of 7th Level and several other businesses that are underneath the 7th Level platform. Brilliant guy. He said, which I thought was so interesting that I got reminded of this morning, was that sales are supposed to be boring. And I love this because at one point in my life, I was listening to somebody who was talking to me about what it means to be a master at something and to be an expert. And what I found was, I'm like, I don't want to train this aspect of it of sales anymore because it's just so boring. There's no there's no point. Like it doesn't excite me anymore. And somebody told me they're like, if something bores you, that's when you should teach it because that's when you fully really know it. So I encourage you with this, right? Energetically removing yourself, you at least have the intention to become an expert in acquiring sales skills. How are you going to be able to scale your income, to be able to close more deals, to be able to do more without acquiring the skills to be able to do so? You should know sales so well that it becomes almost boring. You know what to say, you know what to do. And at that point, you're really able to remove like whether or not you're doing a good enough job out of the equation and really be able to just be there, be present and focus on the other person in front of you. That's when true mastery is going to come because now it's just about you focusing on your tonality, your body language, how this person's receiving, really listening, asking better questions. Like you're going to be able to do so much more when you really acquire the skills in order for you to be able to sell, be able to close. Maybe you're bored in your industry now. Can you be challenged? Right. Maybe you're in coaching right now. Maybe you want to go into insurance or solar. Like there's so much opportunity for you to really learn and really embrace Uh, sales, and at the same time to be taking care of your mental and emotional well-being. They're both coming in tandem. You have to do both, right? So the last tip that I wanted to give you, right? So again, how you're starting calls, how you are in the middle of a call, how you are at the end of a call, stop the process, start it all over. You also get to really um, analyze yourself because if a pattern keeps showing up over and over again, you need to take a look right? If you are feeling out of alignment with um, what you're selling or out of alignment with the leadership that you're selling, sometimes energetically, you don't sell. If you feel out of alignment with you, you won't sell. Um, So taking a little like temperature check on you to make sure that you are good, that you are in alignment with what you're selling, that you're okay with the leadership and everything that's going on is as a really good temperature check, starter check to see like if there's an issue internally with you as to why you're not closing. The second thing that I would check on is I would relook at my sales call, reevaluating your sales call, making sure it's recorded, listening to yourself. Do you sound like you're rushing? Did you really listen to them? Was there a better way that you could have said something? Like you taking personal radical responsibility for how you showed up on a call is everything. Even where, like where I am right now in my career, I would never, ever, ever tell somebody that was trying to help me be better, right? That I I look to like as a mentor, if they wanted to critique something in my sales process or the ability that I have, or maybe I could have slowed down somewhere, or maybe I could have had a little bit more empathy somewhere. Like I'll never be like, 
I don't need to hear that. I will never ever be done growing, learning, adapting, evolving, and I take responsibility for who I am and how I show up. I'm not perfect by any means. I always get to continuously grow. So you get to ask yourself, if you're being constantly told no and you feel rejected, like where is your issue? Is it a mindset thing? Is it a mental thing? Is something out of alignment for you and that's why you're not closing? Or is it a skill level? Is what you're saying not coming across very well? And unless you allow yourself to step outside of your shoes and like look from the outside in, you're never going to be able to at least take responsibility and have some awareness as to what's really going on. What is really going on? If you're really to be real with yourself and honest with yourself, where do you need to grow in? Is it a mental side or is it a skill level side? The last thing that I would say to you is have some grace for yourself. Learning how to close people with a 60-70% closing ratio like does not happen overnight. Most people don't ever get to that point. And that only comes with the intention of mastering your craft. For you to truly, truly, truly allow yourself to, you are learning something new, right? Like that's why you're here. That's why you're wanting to grow. That's why you're wanting to learn more, become more, be more so that you can make more, so that you can do more, so that you can be there for others more. Like this is going to be a long process. Rome is not built in a day. I've had thousands upon thousands of sales calls. Some of them have been really great. Some of them have been kind of horrific. If I had a chance to look back at some of my old sales calls, I wish I had access to those. Man, those were so bad. I remember like stuttering in the middle of my sales call (laughs) or like arguing with somebody when they're giving me an objection. I'm trying to prove them wrong. Like we all start somewhere. Rejection's a real thing, but radical responsibility is another. If you keep being told no, you either get to get better or you get to uh, allow yourself to grow more internally. Your sales skills are off or you mentally, emotionally are off. And um, the best thing that you could possibly do is at least have some awareness as to which one you get to focus on. Um, And if it's the mental side, like you start using some of these skills. If it's the mental side, at the end of every day, start writing down the things that you did good. Like review your calls and take note of the things that you did really well. I'll tell you one thing. I regret that day of not watching the movie with my daughter. I feel like so many times in my career, I chose working over spending time with her. And um, I really regret it because I felt like in my mind, I'm like, no, but I have to work so I can pay for like our house and for food and everything else. And she'll understand one day. And I never am going to get those years back. Never going to get that time back. Please learn from my mistakes if you have a little one. Like take 15 minutes and pause everything you're doing and just pay attention to them for 15 minutes. Communicate with them that like, hey, mommy's at work, but we have 30 minutes to play. Like, let's do it. I really wish that I allowed myself permission to do something like that. Really do. And uh, I cherish every single moment that I get to spend with that little girl now. I want you to just ask yourself, where is it that you get to grow? Where is it that you get to develop? Please use some of these tools. Let me know if there's anything that you do personally that helps you. I really think that you just um, allowing yourself to find progress in what you did. Hey, last week, you know, I handled this objection like this, but this week I did it like that. I'm growing. Growing in progression is happiness. If you're not growing, you are dying. You get to learn, you get to adapt, you get to become better. 
Because the better that you are, the more that you have time to be with your family, the more time that you have to do the things that you want to do, the things that you love, the ability that you have to close will allow you to make more money, will allow you to feel more secure, will allow you to do things that you never thought were possible. So I, I promise you that if you have intention to craft your skill and you give yourself grace while you're figuring it out, you're going to go so far. I truly honor you, truly honor you uh, for listening. And I appreciate you so much. Please make sure that you're subscribed if you're not subscribed already. Send this podcast to a girlfriend of yours that you know or anybody that's in sales. It's a woman that needs a fresh perspective on what it's like. Um, it's okay to not be a robot. You're not a man. You don't need to be constantly picking up that phone 24-7. Give yourself intentional breaks, wide space on your calendar. Go for a walk. Take off your shoes. Put your feet on the ground. Get grounded. Allow yourself the mental capacity and the mental breaks that are necessary in order for you to be excellent at what you do. I, I honor you. I see you. You're a bad bitch. You got this. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye, babe. Oh, I'm not going to be